Welcome to a FortiGuard Threat Intelligence Podcast. I'm Alex Harvey. And I'm Douglas Santos. Uh, this week we have Carbonac Source Leaked. Facebook has a whole bunch of... Face bombs. Yeah. <laughs> updates on previous things we talked yeah, about. Yeah. And the French government secure messaging app uh, called T-Chat, or T-Chap, um, had a few uh, sign-up issues that were disclosed and solved. Bumps around the... Yeah, it bumps <laughs> around their release. So with that, Carbonac, um, Carbonac is a banking trojan, a major banking trojan, yeah. with what, almost a million, a billion dollars in thefts uh, accredited to it in the past couple of mm-hmm. years. So one of the major developments around it is that the source code for it got leaked a couple of weeks ago, um, basically got leaked um, around end of February, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and then really didn't get picked up on until a little bit later than that. But it's available now everywhere, including places mm-hmm. like GitHub and um, I think it was actually originally posted the virus total. Someone mm-hmm. had uploaded yeah. the, the from zip a, file. From a, from a Russian IP address, yeah. I guess. Uh, and uploaded it to virus yeah. total, I think, thinking that it was the malware to test. <laughs> or they were checking if the source code came with malware. Um, but yeah, so it got leaked and then it got redistributed to a bunch of other places. So it is available online. Um, it's about 100,000 lines of C. Um, just kind of to be yeah. expected. A bunch of interesting things that come from it is one of the things that was talked about with it was, you know, it's theoretically, at least it was theorized that, hey, you know, it probably has a very nice little UI, which makes it really easy Mm -hmm. to build variants where you can go through, set up, you know, the IP addresses, the admin passwords and click a button and get your malware. Mm -hmm. And turns out it has a nice little UI that does that. So a lot of things that were talked about in the community when we talked about it originally are actually being validated now that the source code for it is available. Um, but yeah, no, so this one got leaked, which is rare. Like this is... Yeah, this, this doesn't happen. Like yeah, we very I rarely don't re- see... I don't really remember the last time something like this, like say, uh, the source code from a gigantic piece of malware from a very well-known threat actor who has been involved in billions yeah. of fraud get, like, leaked. Get leaked. There's been a few over the years, but not yeah. many. Yeah. What's even rarer than this getting leaked then the the source for the malware is the c2s yeah is the command and control server stuff being mm-hmm. leaked so over the years there's been some of the zeus botnets we've been able to get the source code for zeus botnets mm-hmm. and one of the older c2s for zeus was also leaked a while ago but that was the last time this would have been leaked would have been zeus and zero access around the same time that yeah. was like that stuff that's like 10 years old at this point would have been the last time that something this big got yeah. leaked. All this looks like something got got something like... Yeah, someone made a mistake a, somewhere. a big mistake, yeah. like, unaware of what he was doing. That, yeah. That's what it always looks like. That's exactly that's what it looks like. <laughs> so it's been picked up all over the internet and it's interesting because a lot of researchers are now reading through the source code mm-hmm. and talking about it. So whoever you know wrote it now gets peer review of their source code mm-hmm. free of charge. I don't know if that's a good thing or yeah. not. <laughs> but yeah, no, so... The, there's still a lot of articles and a lot of information coming out from this. Um, a few of the things that we are seeing is that, you know, it was written in C. It has that very nice build tool to kind of help guide people through building it, making it easier. Um, all the UI and all the debug messages are in Russian. Um, so unless your Russian is quite good, you're going to be using a little bit of Google Translate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, it is there and it is available for you to take a look yeah, at yeah and it yeah, the ability to have the the source code of such a big virus uh it, it's very good for all the security researchers because we got a chance to review our detections to see if there's anything that we might be missing on this detection so it's a, it's a huge win for 
everyone in the security community that somebody made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, someone made a mistake. The other thing is, it's 100,000 lines of malware code that got leaked. That's something that was a major investment. Um, so oh. the fact that it's out there means that, you know, long term, that investment is essentially going to diminish to mm-hmm. zero. Yeah. Having said that, they've probably made a decent chunk of change. Um, but going forward with the fact that the source code is there, anything that they do that's going to be a variant or an mm-hmm. offshoot of that, it's going to be, it's gonna be easy to mitigate yeah. because of access to the original source mm-hmm. code to see how it would have been done. Mm-hmm. So long term, that one is essentially neutered. Even though it's going to be a while before that truly happens, it will be a lot easier now with access to the source code and the build system mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. So with that, Facebook. So we've talked about Facebook before. Um, we mentioned that they had a shared that they shared millions of Instagram passwords. Um, or at the time, it was thousands of Instagram passwords, mm-hmm. and then it was hundreds of thousands of Instagram passwords, and now it is millions of Instagram passwords. They keep going back and um, updating their uh, press release on that one. It's just an easy way to say that uh, not, there's not not all has been. No, not all have been. <laughs> but leaked. I'm starting to believe that maybe yeah, all. <laughs> maybe all of them got leaked. Um, so that's one that you know we talked about before with Facebook having that one and. In the same lines as passwords, um, we brought up that Facebook at one point was asking people for their email account passwords to help validate their email accounts. And I'm saying that in quotes. Um, and when they said that, they really came forward and they were like, oh, it was just used to make it easier mm-hmm. to verify their account. Nothing else was done. Uh, we're now finding out that they were harvesting the, the user's contact list. So they were basically downloading everyone's contact list mm-hmm. from the email server my guess is probably to make it easier to be like, hey, these are people you might know recommending friends, for example, which is something that Facebook does do, but they were doing it without asking permission. Mm-hmm. So they never went and asked you being like, hey, am I allowed to grab your contact list to make it easier for you to find people that you may know? They never did that step. They just went straight to like, hey, do you know these people? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, again, them taking a slight misstep yeah. um, for the second time with that one. Yeah. The only, the only question in, that's still to be answered is how many times we're going to see these things happening, right? Yeah, so these are basically ones that we knew about that happened, mm-hmm. that there's more coming to light around them, and we'll continue to see more come to light around it as time goes forward. And again, this one here, I think, really is, it's like the, the password one is just, there was a design made, and for whatever reason, it never went through the security team, or mm-hmm. no one really sat down and went whoops, we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, fast-growing companies, right? Yeah, <laughs> aggressive feature growth. Yeah. And then the Instagram one is kind of, honestly, it's connected to the same kind of idea, mm-hmm. but that one is the biggest impact, that if you ever linked your Instagram with your Facebook account in any shape, fashion, or form, at this point in time, you need to go and reset your passwords on both sides mm-hmm. just to be safe, even though technically it should only be your Instagram password, but I would still just go through and clear and yeah. reset both and make sure they're not the same password. Um but essentially, if you did link those two and you thought you were safe, I would go with you probably are not. And you should definitely make sure to separate those passwords and maybe don't give it back to Facebook. Yeah, according to Facebook, this information was only visualized by internal uh, employee, uh, Facebook employees. But that's, that's, ju- not, that's just their statement. Yeah, <laughs> that's not exactly comforting. Yeah. Maybe that means it's okay. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't. We leave that decision to you. I can tell you that I would not say it's okay. Yeah, me either. Yeah, it's not an ideal scenario. So with this one, I hate to be beating up a little bit on them, but yeah. these are still issues that they've had. This is just continuation of past Facebook issues. Um, they did get another little thing in the news recently 
um, with data that they were storing for Russian users and data location stuff oh, yeah. uh, that came out that they got fined for that one. It was not a very big fine, almost a joke level fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they are unfortunately getting a lot of heat around user data. And I think that they're, they're still in for a little bit of a rough time around that. But unfortunately, it's such a big part of how they make money that they're going to continuously push the boundaries of what they can get away with because that's where the money is at yes, for them to be made. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's it's part the, of their business model. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no good way around it. So at the end of the day, just making sure from a security perspective that they're kept in line, I think, is going to be the biggest thing that mm -hmm. can happen. And with that one, so the French government released a secure messaging app to be used by government officials, basically for internal government communication. Um, it is built on the Matrix framework. Um, they called it TCHAP. Um, it is their internal communication framework, if you want. Um, it should only work from a government-validated email address from one of their two kind of government official mm -hmm. domains. domains yeah. um, and the way they validate, anyone can download the app for Android or iOS, but when you go to sign up, it says, you know, please give us an email address. And if it's not a government email address, you can't sign up for an account. So you don't have access to any of the quote-unquote public government chats mm -hmm. that they have. Yeah. Um, Although it's publicly available for download on yeah. both uh, Google and Apple app stores. But the, the issue is that the, the function to, to verify the email address is poorly written, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mostly uh, the attacker who got access to the, the, the T-Shap app with, a, with, a, with an, an email that's not uh, basically from, the, from any of the previously approved domains, they, ju they just concatenated a, 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 an email with, uh, with an, a, official domain. an official domain and they got access to it. So... Yeah. <laughs> so the, it is, uh, we're saying attacker, it's not really an attacker. It was a white hat oh, yeah. tester in this case, and it was securely disclosed and resolved very, very, very quickly. And it was, um, I don't know if they fully validated if it was ever mm -hmm. used to breach anything, but the access would have been to a very limited subset of public mm -hmm. chats, essentially, or public chats that they have on the government servers. So it was never a public issue, but it's one of those where they launched this and very quickly after this white hat hacker discovered this, disclosed it to them, and they patched it obviously very, very quickly. Um, but it's an interesting one because essentially it's poor sanitation on yeah. input on the email address that caused this whole entire thing to happen. And considering that was one of the very few yeah. pieces of custom work <laughs> that they did. You should have it's, 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 Yeah, it should have been a little, it's, it's a little bit sad that this got it's missed. Okay. Uh, but it happens, it you happens. know, at least it was handled quickly and relatively securely. Yeah, um, and they, they got lucky that somebody who was very well intentioned find this first, yeah. right? But yeah, a, a well-known French been, white hat. Very, very yeah, it could have been very bad, but it was a very <laughs> a well-known French white hat um, yeah. security expert that found it and disclosed it. So it's nice to see the community kind of giving back in yeah. that sense. So the interesting thing with this one, tying into a past episode, mm -hmm. is that they actually use behind the scenes, they actually use the matrix framework. They are self-hosting it, but they actually use the matrix messaging framework um, for their secure messaging app which also had a breach a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Always fun to see, yeah. but does not affect them because they're self-hosting. But again, interesting to see that things like that, you know, mm -hmm. more interconnected than people realize. Yes. And with that, that's all we have for you guys. Thank you guys. Have a good one.